There's no one solution, but um, some of the things we're doing at Brandywine is a uh, focus on flexibility and what tools you have available to you to um, give that flexibility to your workforce. You're listening to Bridge the Gap Season 5, a podcast dedicated to informing, educating, and influencing the future of housing and services for seniors. Powered by sponsors AccuShield, Connected Living, Hamilton Captel, Inquire, One Day, LTC REIT, It's Never Too Late, Meridian Capital Group, Salinity, The Bridge Group Construction, and produced by Salinity Marketing. Welcome to Bridge the Gap Podcast, the senior living podcast with Josh and Lucas. We are at Nick in DC continuing these great conversations. We have a great friend on the show today, Holly Ballarado, and you are the chief of staff at Brandywine Living. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. And a fellow future leader council member, if I do say so. And that's the way we really connected. You know, you've been a emerging young leader in this space for a while now. You know, this is something you've actually been at for quite a few years, despite being so young. Uh, and you've had a great climb. You know, your title is something that kind of begs the question. It's an interesting title that you don't really see often in seniors housing, chief of staff. What does that all mean? Sure. So uh, I've been in this role for nine years now. So that means this is my ninth uh, Fall Nick conference. Uh, But it's been really exciting. Um, The role has certainly evolved since I joined Brandywine. And it's probably worth going back and starting to telling you guys about how I found Brandywine. I think it's always interesting when you talk to young people in our field, how did you get into senior living? Because that's still an issue we're having in in, uh, attracting talent. So um, like many people, I kind of fell backwards into it. I was on the hospitality side and had kind of a chance meeting uh, with our CEO, Brenda Bacon, at a a conference, actually. And she said, you know, have you ever thought about senior housing? And I said, what? What's that? (laughs) Um, So I I joined the company then as chief of staff. Uh, Her background, she had some involvement in politics. So the title chief of staff was very familiar to her. And that's where most people, uh, you know, have heard of it. But uh, it's becoming more prevalent in the business uh, world. So there's uh, a lot of chief of staffs out there. And I think... Uh, the common theme is that we all wear a lot of hats. So it's really working alongside your executive or principal um, uh, in a variety of ways. And so, you know, I work very closely with Brenda Bacon and our whole executive team, but uh, mostly on operations, uh, but a little bit of everything, you know, looking at development, looking at our uh, ground up construction, uh, a little bit of everything, all the hats. So you, you said, I wanted to make sure I caught this. So you met Brenda at a conference but you weren't in senior housing yet. So something drew you to a conference where she was. So tell me about that a little bit more. Sure. So I was actually doing um, event planning. Okay. And so my company had been hired by uh, Argentum, which was Alpha at the time. And Brenda was the board chair of Alpha. So I was a background person making something like this happen. Uh, and just met her kind of on the floor a little bit and had a couple discussions. And one thing led to another and I moved to Philadelphia. What a, that's an incredible story. And we were talking even before we hit record here, what an incredible uh, opportunity for mentorship. Obviously, you have the skills and everything else, but that matched with that deep bench of experience in Brenda. Uh, you guys are must really work well together and accomplish a lot at Brandywine. Yeah, certainly. I mean, um, just in general, Brenda's just an amazing leader to work for, but... Uh, 
you know, you have to, in the, in the chief's staff role, you have to have a great relationship with that principal. So, um, you know, we certainly blur the lines between colleagues, mentor, family, friends, uh, but we, you know, can anticipate each other's needs and finish each other's sentences, and it's been a really, really great uh, experience working for her. Well, so you've been involved for years now in, in great leadership roles. You actually just... Um Thankfully, took some time for us. You and Lucas are on the FLC, the Future Leaders Council. I feel like it's the most covert thing. You guys work on the most cool things. (laughs) And then we all hear about them way after they happen. But you just uh, participated in a boot camp. Sure. Um, So for the listeners out there that aren't as lucky as, like, I am to get to talk to you guys on a regular basis, tell the listeners what you guys do with that boot camp. And I mean, you literally just walked here from there, so it should be fresh on your mind. Yeah, yeah I ran here. So. <laughs> uh, but the boot camp is something that the FLC and Nick put on together. Um, they've done the senior housing ones for a long time now, and, and we just started a skilled nursing one. So this was the second time we've done a skilled nursing boot camp, and it's geared towards entry, um, people that are entering the industry. Um, and it's really an interesting mix of people that end up attending, people who um, are operators that want to get uh, a better understanding of what happens in a transaction and deal and so what we do is we go through a case study and actually um, kind of debate what do you think that this person should do in this circumstance and uh, go through all the different areas of operations and uh, capital stack and everything to consider when you go through that so it's a really fun interactive uh, experience for new people entering the industry or people uh, changing the industry or changing their role. Wow so for Brandywine and your your day job, you wear a lot of hats, obviously. As chief of staff, I believe that's what we said the title was, what, it, what is the pulse of what you're working on right now? I mean, there's so much going on in the industry that we could sit here and talk all day about all the challenges, opportunities, and things like that. But what would you say where is your laser focused with your communities right now? Is it labor? Is it occupancy? Like, where, where are you spending the majority of your time? We're taking a break in our scheduled show to tell you about exciting opportunities for you to be featured on the Bridge the Gap Network. Click on the show notes to schedule your call with Josh and Lucas. Yeah, what he said. Sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, an interesting time right now, you know, post-pandemic, endemic, wherever we are with that. Uh, and things have changed. The workforce has changed. The, the product, the customer is changing. So there's a lot of things that keep me up at night uh, or keep me excited and keep me going and the challenges that we face every day. But uh, right now, my main focus is probably labor. I think uh, the, the labor market out there is... Uh, very interesting, and you know, we had a, uh, a shortage of healthcare workers before the pandemic. Now we're, you know, post-pandemic, where we've experienced burnout. Uh, the workforce just hasn't come back, and I think there are, there are a lot of challenges and opportunities that are going on in, in that right now. And so, being the employer of choice is a, a huge focus of mine and, and Brandywine's. Well, speaking of that, it seems like um, you know I follow you all. Uh, it seems like you're doing amazing things. Um, what are some things that I'm sure like a lot of operators, you're trial and error, you know, trying a lot of things, seeing what works in your communities, in your areas. What is been working? Is there anything where you're like you could give a little bit of skinny to the, the rest of uh, the operators out there? If I had the answer, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. you know, that would be great. I, but I don't think there is one answer. I think there's a lot of creative things that 
operators uh, and our partners are doing to attract and retain talent. And there's there's no one solution, but um, some of the things we're doing at Brandywine is a uh, focus on flexibility and what tools you have available to you to um, give that flexibility to your workforce. We've seen, uh, you know, the office industry has changed. People are uh, working remote. And how does that trickle down to frontline workers where they might not have that opportunity, but they need that flexibility and they want, you know, to plan their life and have that uh, available to them. So uh, we've created some tools, uh, some proprietary uh, scheduling platforms that allow uh, our staff to pick up shifts, to trade shifts, to um, see all the options that are available to them. And and part of the reason we're able to do that is because we have a concentrated uh, portfolio of buildings. We'll have several buildings in a market and the staff can, you know, cross train, go to other buildings. Mm -hmm. And so there's certainly tons of hours available to them to work. So providing the tools to make that happen and and keep them in our communities uh, has been something we're working on. Well, I got a little bit of a sneak peek to what you're alluding to, Holly, when Brenda, uh, you introduced her yesterday during the Future Leader Council meeting, and Brenda took questions. um, And I do feel like this was one of the bigger takeaways was uh, the impact that agency fees have on operators mm-hmm. and what you guys have been doing, which is pretty much what you just outlined, is really taking that in-house and building out that program to help eliminate that outside agency, not only from a fee level, but also the impact that that has on your culture. Brandywine is very much known uh, for the culture and the lifestyle, your brand. You guys have been amazing with branding. Talk more about that. Sure. Um, well, first of all, agency, you know, that's the, the elephant in the room always. I, I think we would love to say eliminating agency is uh, on the horizon. I think we also have to be a little realistic in the market right now that there's always going to be some factor of agency um, in our communities at, at, at some time. You know, that's just the nature of what we do every day, the complications. Um, but uh, <laughs> you certainly can uh, mitigate that. So we, we work hard on that, and um, part of that is having a culture, a brand, uh, a workforce that feels recognized and seen. And so you have to be conscious of that when, when you're looking for employees, hiring employees, and giving a job to them and the benefit package you provide. There's so many facets of what you need to think about with, um, with your workforce. Again, no one solution, but uh, certainly a lot of things that we can do to enhance that brand and for the employees to know that they're working for someone that cares about them. Sure. Well, like you said, there's not one solution that's going to solve that. And it's complicated, and it's going to take continual efforts. That said, moving uh, past that challenge, what's next for Brandywine? Uh, ground up? I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of things. There's rates, there's cost, there's increases, materials, shortages. Um, or is it acquisition, or is it both? I think there's opportunity for both. Um, you know, I think we're, we're certainly looking at everything. A ground up development is always uh, a preference, you know, just having that... Uh, control to design the product that you need is always desirable, but at the we're we're building in um, very high barrier to entry markets, so that uh, opportunity is, is somewhat limited when we find the right ones. But we, we do have some um, developments that are underway right now, some repositioning. Uh, but I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity going forward for for both. And so while you're here at Nick. Um, and we're going to get you back to your uh, very busy schedule. Are those the type of conversations that y'all are having? Capital providers, uh, deal making? I mean, is that really kind of the center? Or are you looking at technology and design, things like that? Yeah, I think Nick is more um, talking to the 
capital providers, partners, but it's also checking in with other operators. What are you seeing out there? What are you guys feeling? Um, you know, this is a very collaborative industry. Um, as much as we all kind of compete to, against each other somewhat, you know, there's, there's enough market share for all of us. So uh, we all bring each other along together. And I think that's one of the great things about Nick having that opportunity and uh, the senior housing industry especially too. Well, what an exciting conversation. Thank you for taking time with us. Um, Lucas, we're definitely going to connect her with all of our audience. You're so connected online anyways. That's going to be easy to connect our audience to you. Yeah, so much. And Holly, you're a great leader. And, you know, what a great opportunity you have to be a great example for uh, young people coming into the business and taking on these leadership roles and impacting. Thanks for taking time with us today. Yeah. No, thank you for this platform. I think this is important in uh, talking to a new generation, uh, the next workforce that's coming in. So I love that you guys are doing this. This is such an important medium to address. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, our pleasure. And thanks to all of our listeners that are tuning in and getting this great information and thought leadership. Let's not stop the conversation there. Go to btgvoice.com. You can download this episode and many more. Connect with us on social. And we thank you for listening to another great episode of Bridge the Gap. Thanks for listening to Bridge the Gap podcast with Josh and Lucas. Connect with the BTG Network team and use your voice to influence the industry by connecting with us at btgvoice.com.